Today's show, data equals profit, data equals competitive advantage, data equals brand loyalty. This was inspired by um, a few meetups that we have coming up here in Atlanta, Pensacola regarding data management. So I said, well, let me just turn this into a little episode over here. So I'm going to throw a couple things out here on the table. This is going to be my first of many, many, many discussions, commentary on data. We're going to talk about why is it that small business owners, local small business owners have an adversarial relationship with data and why is that misguided? Then we're going to talk about some data truths they don't want you to know about. Ooh. And we're going to wrap it up. I'm going to give you some examples of how data can one, generate more profit, two, give you a competitive advantage, and three, increase your brand loyalty. Sound good? Let's go for it. Welcome to the Aegis Martech podcast. I'm your host, Chris Chiotti with Aegis Martech. And the goal of this podcast is to empower and provide resources that build up tech-enabled small business owners who can confidently leverage their business software to generate more revenue, gain a competitive advantage, and enrich their professional relationships. So let's start with number one, the adversarial relationship with data. And what really gets me about this one is, I mean, if you're in business in, in the modern day, you're, you're like doing business in at the time of this recording, 2023, going into 2024, you already have data all over the place. I don't see how you don't. I mean, you have a cell phone. Um, if you're in business, there's stuff that's just stored in your cell phone, in your cell phone alone that has to do with your business. It could be a reminder. It could be a task. It could be a contact, you know, contact name that's just in your phone, right? Then if you have some type of email, whether you're using Google or Outlook or Yahoo or whatever, you have some information there, um, customer business information over there, some data over there because information is data. It's the same thing by a different name. If you're on a social media platform, you got some data information that has to do with your business. If you're doing some marketing, some branding, some stuff over there too. And, and you see, and you kind of see why I'm kind of puzzled. I get puzzled because I, and I, and I've seen it in real time, real life. I've seen it in real time, real life, you know, a bunch of different systems, information, data all over the place. Yet it's like, okay, CRM. Oh, I don't know about CRM or CRM plan. And again, I'm not trying to like sell them a CRM or anything like that. I'm just, you know, I'm asking them about it or, you know, they just have this view of CRM. They'll be like, oh, we just like using our spreadsheets. You know, um, well, how do you get the data from, you know, you got a spreadsheet. How do you move that data from a spreadsheet in the, in the Trello? Well, I can't, well, how do you do it? Well, I cut and paste. <sighs> That's life. All right, cool. You know, it takes time. If you like it, I love it. If you're comfortable with it, so be it. Right. But I'm just like, man, you know, um, and when you look at it from a standpoint, you just fall back and be like, okay, why am I using Trello. Okay. Maybe it's to track a project or to track, yeah, track a small project. You know, I've got a couple people in here, you know, we, we have this little, uh, this little project we're, 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 we're working on. We just copy and paste it over here. And I think, um, I was listening to a transaction coordinator, uh, uh, and I love the way how she phrased it. She said it's dead data. She either said it's dead data or dead end data because she's, and they were doing like at least, don't let me misquote her. I thought it was over a hundred transactions a year in Trello. But as she said, they needed a 
completely separate individual in their office to move the data, the information, cut and paste, and move it from Trello over to their um, their analytics software because they couldn't see into Trello. But it worked. I mean, they were doing numbers, but it worked. But it was like a Akarumba moment when they actually when they went platform when they realized that the same CRM system they can use. They, you know, they they went over it, found the found a CRM to where they could do their project or the transaction core, core, uh, 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 their, 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 um, their uh, transaction management in and also pull that data, pull those analytics because it's all in the same system for the team owners and the broker to have insight. It was like, oh my goodness, did it exist? Did, this is real? It was like, yeah. It was like, oh, we're doing so many more transactions now. Really? You don't say. And folks, that's just, that's how it is. That's the reality of it. Because again, <laughs> you're, you're, you're already doing, I'm not saying if you, you are one of, one of these people, but the folks who said, Hey, you know, it's too much work, you know, just entering too much stuff and it's hard to maintain. You're already doing it in 2023, 2024. You are, you are, you are. You know, and this is why folks who have that bent towards, you know, CR, CRM, you know, saying that it's, you know, manually entering it is too difficult or maintaining it is, is tough. I'm just like, you, you, you're already, look around, <laughs> you know, you're already doing it. And if your business is doing well, you're already benefiting from the data, but you, you have no idea just how much more you could and you would you know, um, when you go platform, when you go unified, when you go uh, integrated, you know, when you integrate it all, when you were intentional and structured about having a single source of truth and you design your solution architecture in a way that your systems communicate with each other seamlessly. Okay. Now the next point that I was going to go over here was data truths they don't want you to know about. And look, this is just about the big tech giants that they prioritize data more than local small business owners do. That's well, let's, that's another one that puzzles me. Why do these guys, these big tech giants who are committed to displacing and disrupting local small business owners, us, why do they prioritize our data more than we do? That's not right, folks. That dog don't hunt, does it? No. Well, because they know, I wouldn't even say importance. They know the criticality of that data and how to use it and how to leverage it. And they know it's currency because it is not just like from a standpoint, like a black and white, like just, you know, just selling it, not just straight up and down like that, but currency, as far as once you put strategy, when you put strategy, strategy behind your data, you superpowered it. And they know how to do that. We know how to do that too. Heck, I mean, we don't actually know how to do it better as local small business owners because 
we know our customers we're customer facing we know them on a more personal intimate level than they do and we've already been doing it right and this is what really this is our core advantage being small business owners is we understand our people we understand our clients we understand our patients we understand them at a level that it's impossible for them to but wait there's a catch though you may say oh yeah so we got this we got this nobody's gonna leave us our customers love us you this is what i will counter to that you can't afford to be less approachable less convenient or less organized than these big tech giants and that's where they get us as local small business owners there's a convenience factor there's a there's a there's a, a, a convenience factor that comes with technology in the modern era. And if we have all of these different systems and the customers can see, they can sense and feel that disorganization. You know, when we have different systems, oh, let me go ahead and grab this. Let me go ahead and grab that. And especially now where they're just used to like click, click, bang, you know, and you know, something fires off. If, if they like us, they know us, but they're like, man, it is, it's just tough. You know, I really want to give them the business and this and that and the other, but it takes long, you know, it's not fast, it's not convenient, and it doesn't seem organized. And that's where they get us. And that's the cost. That's their leverage. That That's all they got. And we snatch that away, okay? We snatch that victory from them when we embrace digital transformation and we go platform integrated and we are able to, cause it's all about the customer and we're able to give that customer the convenience they deserve, they're used to. We're able to give them the confidence that we're organized, that we have things structured and organized here, that if they need something, if we have to get them something, if they send us something, you know, that we, that our systems are, are organized on the back end. They don't need to know what we have going. They, 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 you know, because the experience will speak for itself, but that's where the big tech giants get us. That's where the big tech giants go. Gotcha. All right, moving on. Part three, how can CRM data help you generate more revenue, give you a competitive advantage or improve, increase your brand loyalty or enrich the relationships you have with your clients? Let's talk about the revenue part. We all know, I mean, if you're, if you're in, um, selling a product or a service and, um, if you're B2C, right. Or even B2B, you know, you know, most of the sales come in the follow-up or in the follow-up. And a lot of times, depending on your sales cycle, you know, if it's a 60, 90, 180 day, nine month, 12 month, uh, sales cycle, you're, you're going to have to do some type of follow-up and let's let's just take the automation out of there let's say you, you know you are going to have to do the follow-up or someone on your team is going to have to do the follow-up those things are impossible to remember but if you have them in the crm system and you initiate and make those follow-ups that's where most sales come in um when i you know when we talk when we're talking uh focus on the the real estate industry and we're and we're, and we're speaking to that they they know that I mean, that's like a given. All the sales come in to follow up in real estate. 
you know, and in most B2C businesses, uh, B2, and especially in B2B, it's going to come in the follow-up. So that's where you benefit from having a CRM, especially if your competitor, the folks that you're competing against, don't. And that segues into how can this give you a competitive advantage? And this also ties into the whole strategy thing. I think one of the examples that actually comes to mind, you know, is in most tourist areas, you'll be hard to find some of the local service companies or businesses down there that that are actually intentional about capturing your data yeah i get it they're like listen this we may not even see this person ever again how do you know i mean if you're like let's say for instance if you're down on the emerald coast and you have tourists coming down there people coming down there vacation and from like surrounding states chances are they're going to be back down there again and having a kiosk, having a, um, a, a tablet, something, anything to capture data that gives them an incentive for, you know, like a, like a trade-off. Okay, give me this and I'll give you that. To have that data and then just staying, keeping top of mind with them, you don't know. Um, a colleague could, you know, they could go back home, start bragging about that place they ate at or where they went to and Somebody's gonna say, hey, you know, we're thinking about going down there. We're speaking to our, our you know, a member of a colleague's family is going down there. Um, what's the name of that place again? Oh, I forgot. But if you were intentional, if you captured their information and you know, you have just some gentle follow-up because again, you are self-aware enough to know, you know, these folks aren't local, you know, so I don't need to be, you know, sending them something like all the, the time, you know, but I need to, I wanna stay in touch with them just in case, or when they come back or they brag about the good time they had down here because we do such a great job of welcoming folks, giving them a good, safe, you know, clean, hospitable time when they come down and visit this tourist area that when their colleague up here, a family member asked ask them, you know, um, tell us again about that place, we'll be top of mind. But that goes to being intentional about that. And if you're doing that, when the consensus in those areas is typically, ah, they'll never be back. You know, we just need to focus on, you know, getting new people in the door. Somebody stand outside in the corner with a sign and flag somebody down. I already do that. And I'm not saying that doesn't work, but it's not optimal. You know, and, 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 and this is the big thing. Let's, let's circle that back up to revenue. Now, one of your biggest costs in business is your client acquisition costs. That's the bad news. That's one of your biggest costs in business, that cost to acquire that, that that customer, cost per sale, you know, those are gonna be some of your big costs in business, right? However, the good news is that's a sunk cost. Once that customer comes in and uh, uh, buys from you, you know, you've already paid the cost to get that customer to come in the first time, right? And compared to what you may have to pay to get them to revisit. It's like pennies, pennies on the dollar. So why not put more effort? As long as the economics, you know, are work. And they typically do, especially when we're talking follow-up and the different channels you can use to follow up these days to get the, either that customer coming back in or having that customer send you referring someone else to come back in. That's what I like to call annuitizing a, a customer. You annuitize that customer. And that's all about getting that repeat referral business, upsell, downsell, cross sell, whatever. 
Okay, because you already have those sunk costs in, you've already paid to acquire that customer. And if, you know, um, well, I'm not going to, we're talking, I'm using the Taurus Air scenario here, so I can't really uh, uh, bolt on um, another little thing I was, I, was just, I was just thinking about. But that's where uh, CRM data, capturing that data, being intentional about capturing that, that contact data, that, 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 patr- that, that patron data, that customer data, could generate you more revenue and give you a competitive advantage because your competitors aren't going to go ahead and do it. And as far as brand loyalty and and, 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 and enriching those professional relationships, let's just talk with your uh, customers. And I brought this up in um, one of the older real estate podcasts is people bond when they feel acknowledged, appreciated and understood. And I mean, how each of us business owners, uh, how we how we individually utilize that or or, 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 or or do that, use our CRM systems to achieve that is going to vary from person to person. The easiest example is it's like notes, just taking good notes, right? I can't tell you how often a strategic partner calls, right? And um, they are either want to talk about a project that we talked about months before or a client from a year ago or whatever. And at, by the time they get to the third sentence on the conversation, you know, they call me. By the time they hit their third sentence, I've already got all that past history already pulled up on my phone. Why? Because I've had the mobile app because I have the Zoll CRM mobile app. So I already have all their past information pulled up right there on my phone. I'm looking at either transaction history or notes and I'm smiling and I'll say something and they'll be like, oh my goodness, I hear this. Oh, you have such a great memory. I was like, ah, I cheated. <laughs> I've got this in my CRM. So I always tell them, you know, I've got it in my CRM, but it's it's all right there. They're like, who, who does that? Right. I mean, how often have you experienced that? I mean, if you call like a company or whatever, they may do it. But when you're talking to like a local small business that may deal with like a lot of clients or whatever, to have that like just that grant the granular information the granular information to have that boom readily available i mean when they're in their car you know not when they're behind the computer and they've got four monitors in front of them, they can pull it up i get that but like when they're like in their car or you know you hear them driving and they're able to just pull it up right away so i mean and it, it's not something that you you know i don't try to keep it a secret you know, I do it because I want to be Johnny on the spot, especially because I work with so we work with so many real estate agents. I mean, they're like Johnny on the spot. Those folks go, they go like a hundred miles an hour, you know, so you've got to keep up. So again, that's like my example, but let's say you and just sticking with notes again, just sticking with notes, just having good notes, having good context, having good history. Um, uh, 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 having communications that's relevant, okay? Having communications, having offers, having specials, having promotions that's relevant to that customer. I think what may tie all this together was an example. I was talking to a, uh, one of my favorite uh, little retail stores here. They actually own a great couple. They own like three um, stores here. And so sometimes they... They have like, uh, and it's like a health food store. So sometimes let's say they have these, I don't know what if folks eat, uh, graham crisp rice cake, you know, crackers or whatever. Um, 
that may go on the 50% off bin. Like they'll have this little card in the front that's 50% off. Like when they have like too much stuff in, you know, in inventory. Okay. So if you have your customer data, your, your cut, your customers and their purchase history, if you know, you know what, we've got, uh, we've got too many rice cakes here in about another 10 days, we're going to have to put some of these suckers on that 50% off bin. What you can do, and I'm just using this very small example, but what you can do is like, if you have that customer data, that customer, my customer, my customer information, my purchase history, you can send me some type of communication to say, Hey, Chris, guess what? It's your lucky day. Come here on Wednesday and get filling the offer, you know, whatever the offer is going to be filling the, the blank there, but something that's not as hard of a hit as that 50% off. Right. And me as the customer, I'm like, wow. And, and, and listen, I'm like, wow. Okay. I'm like, wow. They, they, they know me. They know my purchase history. And then just imagine, this is why I was just stuttering there a second ago. Just imagine this is what I was, I was going to get out, but I pulled it back. Just imagine if like all their communication is about the products that I buy, right? Not just the spot, the ones that go on special, you know, the ones that are, that are being, uh, 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 uh that they have to, you know, too, too uh, much of, but just everything, you know, and that same store, there was one product that they were actually out of and I had to fill out a little, uh, paper to let the, and you know, and when it came in, someone was going to actually pick up the phone and call me. Now, just imagine if when that inventory item, which had zero units in their, you know, in inventory comes in and that zero gets bumped up to whatever the unit, however they, I don't know if it's grams, you know, pounds or packs or boxes, whatever the unit is that denotes how, how the quantity that they have, whatever it goes from zero up or increases, meaning that they have some in, I'm still going to get a call, right? Because that's just who they are. I mean, they're just uber personable like that. That's why I will drive around the big box stores just to shop there because they're just phenomenal people. Someone's still going to call. However, that system already has that, that report, that query, that, that, that form that I filled out knowing that, Hey, you know, Chris is rating on rice cakes. I'm just, I don't eat rice cakes. So I'm not, not wrong with them, but I, they just never been my, my, uh, 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 thing I need. Well, I guess you put some peanut butter on them. I might eat them honey roasted peanut butter, but actually that was the item that actually was the, the item that I filled out was, I just thought about it was honey roasted peanut butter. So they get it in bulk, right? But they have this grinder machine and man, I'm telling you, if you never had honey roasted peanut ground up, honey roasted peanut butter and just, and your steel, uh, what's it? Steel cut oats for, oh, 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 uh, but I digress. So <laughs> when that, um, when it, when it, when it comes in and it sees that I have a, Hey, I'm on a wait list. Okay. So whoever's at the front, you know, every day they go through that little queue, they see who to go in and call. They still pick up the phone. Um, you know, and they still can communicate with me, but, um, but coincidentally, ironically, unfortunately, I mean, it's not even unfortunately, I mean, the peanut butter did come in, right. But I found out when I got there, I didn't get a call. Maybe they were too busy. It's no big deal. I'm never leaving them just because, I mean, there's just, they just have too many things in their favor. I'm never leaving. I mean, that's not even a big deal. That's not a deal breaker. And then I'm not tripping. 
you know, but um, that's just one of the benefits of if all those systems were integrated, talking to each other, you know, um, that's that would be like an automation that runs on the back end that sends out a reminder or a task that someone has their little job queue, you know, in the front to go ahead and pick up the phone versus going through these manual papers, wherever they may be to sift through and make a call, you know, um, or I mean, if they want to just, you know, get jiggy with it and just go ahead and just, you know, have it automated, send an SMS text or an email, hey, completely up to you. If you like it, I love it. Let me wrap up this show. I tried to connect some dots here on how, you know, CRM data, you know, equals profit, CRM data equals competitive advantage and CRM data equals brand loyalty. Don't know if I did a great job, a good job, an average job or a poor job, but I tried. I tried, I tried, I tried. I thank you for listening. If you've listened all the way to uh, this part, definitely check out the description box. If you are um, not a Zoho user or a Zoho One user, why? How? Why? There's going to be a link in that description box. It's going to get you a free trial. Check it out. If you have any questions, if you're watching this on YouTube, just comment in the comment section um, or send me an email or something like that. Or uh, I'm not hard to find. I'm not hard to find at all. And I will get back to you. What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? What else? If you are a Zoho user, uh, definitely do join the small business Zoho user group. If you are a Zoho user, we have a bunch of interest-based and location-based uh, Zoho user groups. I'm a big fan of the community. You know, I'm a member of several of the user groups, the education, the, uh, the small business, as well as the location-based um, user groups, which are Pensacola and Atlanta. So Zoho has location-based user groups, depending on the city, and it's all global, it's around the world. They have hundreds around the world. It's every country. And um, if they don't meet in person, all the user groups, all the location-based user groups have a online community as well for its members. So the conversation continues on there and the interest-based user groups, which I think they have healthcare, small business. I'll put a link to that too as well down in the description box. Thanks for your time. I'll see you all in the next one. Take care. Bye.